just to throw a quick racist term at somebody? A man who has seen the things I've seen, experienced the loss and pain that I've experienced? <laughs> I transcend race, hombre. Hello everybody, season's greetings, welcome back to an all new downright sports where on today's episode I talk about who can actually win the Super Bowl, Coach Prime owns, knows, owes anyone and America will never win the World Cup anytime soon, so buckle up, look at your watch, look at your phone, and know one thing.
you are listening to Downright Sports with notorious sports critic Brent Reed. You hear the hand clapping. You hear the 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 whatever. It's time. It's show time. Welcome everybody to an all new Downright Sports. I don't know what that is. Alright, that backfire. I was supposed to be doing Christmas sounds and that backfire. What up, everybody? Welcome to our new Downright Sports, and I am your host, Brett Reed, the notorious sports critic and the sports influencer. Welcome, everybody, to a new show. Appreciate you tuning in. Uh, you can always, always listen to Downright Sports, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, um, and anywhere major podcasts are downloaded. So, I do this show every week, if not uh, take one day, you know, one week off. And every time I do the uh, the plugs, I always freeze when it comes to the podcast where you can listen. It's crazy. You see, if you're watching on Facebook Live or on YouTube or on Instagram or TikTok, the background. Thank you, Allie. My fiance hooked it up. It's the temporary Downright Sports Studios. Got, I had to add something. The white wall was driving me crazy. It was driving me crazy. Anyway, if you never listened to the show before, this is a sports show uh, for all sports fans uh, with the opinion and uh, sometimes facts by a sports fan talking to other sports fans. So uh, it's one of those shows where, like, if you're on the corner and you're with a group of friends, hey, hey. Get on the block, sit back, relax, and enjoy. Alright, um, you can, well, we'll cover that stuff later. So, what is going on? Well, I will tell you, uh, next week, for the first time ever, I'm always doing crazy stuff around the holidays, especially Christmas. This year, I've really lost it. So, <laughs> this year uh, will be the first ever downright sports Christmas carol. I will stick around. I promise you there's more to come. Stick around. I will tell you the rest. But next week it will air. Um, it's going to. It won't be long. Hopefully. But uh, I think it's over there in the chair. Script. This thick. This thick script is written. Will not be improv. Hopefully. Uh, special appearances. Uh, stick around. I'll tell you who the, who's the special appearances by. Stick around. Okay. Uh, so. The NFL season, week 14, is in the books. And after this past week, I think it could easily, easily be said that this is one of those years where you cannot pinpoint and say, excuse me, excuse me, wow, Burke came from nowhere. This is one of those years where you can't just go, that's the team that's going to win a Super Bowl. Not this year. No, no, sir, Rebob. It will not be this year. It's definitely... Uh, one of the most wide open fields in NFL history in more recent years. If you think about it, if you live through the 2000s, the NFL has pretty much been Tom Brady and everybody else. Facts. Think about it. Tom's got seven. In between that seven, uh, Peyton Manning found a way to win two. Aaron Rodgers got one. Eli got has two. Um, both retired. <laughs> Eli and Peyton. Uh, Joe Flacco won one. He's a backup. Um, Aaron, I said Rogers. Uh, Patrick Mahomes got got one. Matt Stafford got one. Everybody else fell in line. Like it. Oh, uh, the the Eagles uh, won one. Uh, the Steelers won one. 
in there. Ben Roethlisberger. I think Roethlisberger's got one, uh, two. He's got two in the Brady era. So you do the math, it's pretty much equals up to what Tom Brady has won. And he's been to 10. So, go figure. Um, Now you look at it, it doesn't appear that Tom Brady's going back to the Super Bowl. It doesn't appear it. We definitely know Aaron Rodgers will not be in the Super Bowl, but he hasn't been to the Super Bowl since he won his Super Bowl. So, you know, that's a pet peeve, the Aaron Rodgers thing. Aaron Rodgers, he's the man. He's the man at what? Anyway, so the question is, what team this year will host the Lombardi Trophy? Well, after this past weekend, my co-host is awake. <laughs> after this past weekend, teams that were favorite may have changed things. The Cowboys struggled to beat the Texans. The Texans. The Texans is without a question getting the number one pick. I gotta turn it off. Um, the Vikings, who had one of the who had the best record in football, lost to the Lions. Uh, Tennessee does what Tennessee does. The Eagles flew past the Giants. The Ravens struggle against the Steelers, but the Ravens don't even have their quarterback. The Chiefs kind of had a tough one against the Broncos. At least that's, it really wasn't, a, it was, the game was closer, but the Broncos never had a chance in winning. Uh, Tampa Bay lost to the 49ers, who don't even have a quarterback. And the Dolphins lost to the Chargers, who we sometimes forget is in the league. So, with that being said, which teams, realistically, realistically, which teams have a true chance to win the Super Bowl? Well, at, you got to say to yourself, what does it take to win the Super Bowl? Okay. You got to have defense. You got to have a, a value. You got to have a, a quarterback that's capable of not blowing the game for you. Okay. We've seen teams win Super Bowls in the past with quarterbacks that are, eh, okay. You've seen teams lose the Super Bowl with quarterbacks that are, world, you know, above and beyond great. So this year, that you have to, if you're a team, how can you win? Dun 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 dun. Who's going to win the Super Bowl? Welcome everybody to a new game show. Who's going to win the Super Bowl? I am your host Brent Kasem, and on today's show we have four contestants. Yes, we do four. Why? Because I didn't feel like doing the homework on all six. So who are the four teams that have the best chance of winning? Glad you asked. The Eagles. The Cowboys, the Kansas City Chiefs, and yes, the 49ers. My eye got itchy. <laughs> the 49ers. Okay. Let's see where they rank in place. I sound like Macho Man to some degree. Let's see where they rank in place, brother. Dig it. All right. So, defense. That was the first thing I mentioned, right? Well, if you look at it from a defense standpoint, points allowed. Points allowed. That means... When this team faces another team, other teams have trouble scoring against this team. So, number one at that list, the 49ers. They give up 15 points a game. That's it. When you come to play the 49ers, you best not look to score. And best, the, the proof in the pudding is they shut down Tom Brady. Seven. Count it. Seven. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Stop. Points this past week. Brady couldn't score. Couldn't do it. The issue with the 49ers... Their quarterback, Jimmy G, is done. And they went out and got Mr. Irrelevant. Who? You asked Brock Pugley. Pugley. That brother's name is Brock Pugley. Funny enough, seeing him play against Tom Brady, the, the, the circle of Brady continues, right? So, 
Brock replaces Jimmy Garoppolo, who was supposed to replace Tom Brady in New England, but Brady would not stop winning, so they traded Jimmy G to the 49ers. Well, the 49ers is Tom Brady's childhood team. Well, Tom Brady was drafted number sixth in the sixth round. Nobody knew who he was. This dude, Brock, is literally the last draft, draft pick this past draft, and he went out and he balled hard like the movie walk hard he balled hard no okay it's a tough crowd in here tough crowd tough crowd all right so where's the game where's the game here mister so all i wanted was a tip so here's the crazy part what was the second criteria your quarterback cannot i repeat your quarterback cannot blow the game well brock did just that yes brock won the game but he didn't have to do much okay did I go to the right team? I thought I did. I'm trying to get the stats from the stupid game, and I went to the wrong team. Can I just get the stats from the game? There we go. All right, so we're not going to spend too much time talking about Tampa Bay or the 49ers, but we want to see what Brock did. We want to see what Brock Brock went out there, threw 21 passes, completed 16 of them, 158 yards, two touchdowns. Christian McCaffrey, they did lose Dabble Sam- Samuels. Could get him back. Tough loss there. But they got Christian McCaffrey, 14 touches, 119 yards. The guy's been rejuvenated with the 49ers. Now, they have the, they have the offense. The, the offense doesn't break, and that defense plays like it's been playing in the playoffs. You're not beating them. Now, the problem is the 49ers are going to have to play on the road, which can be tough being a West Coast team. You're going to have to face... You're going to have to travel to face the Eagles, the Cowboys, um, and that everybody else, I think, would face you because they're going to have a, 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 a worse record. But if you are a, t- a fan and your team faces the 49ers in the playoffs, you should worry. Clearly, you should worry because the 49ers are here to play. That defense is stacked, if I dare to say. Uh, I wrote down a stat for takeaways. Where is it? What is it? Did I, where did I write that stat there? I'm going to have to find it while I'm talking. But I had a takeaway stat I thought was really cool. What the heck did I write it down on? Either way. Uh, it doesn't matter. That's why I need an assistant. Let's move on. Another team uh, that gives up only 17 points a game. That's the Buffalo Bills. Now, I know, I know what you're thinking, especially you, Joe. How, Brent? How did you not pick the Bills to win? Well, the Bills concern me. Because the Bills tend to sometimes take plays off. Take plays off. I take chips. Sorry. So the Bills tend to find themselves in situations where they don't keep the they don't keep their foot on the gas at all times. Now, granted, their defense is stacked. Their defense is strong. They don't give up a lot of points. But I've seen some games this year where they find themselves a great offensive team, mind you, still finds itself in 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 situations where they cannot you know they they have trouble scoring because teams may have figured them out you stop allen because in the playoffs you're going to play other great teams allen is not going to get to play um you know the the jacksonville jaguars defense every week so if you look at teams that give it away my new favorite category in total giveaways Okay, never mind. But, oh no, I was right in giveaways. The Bills are one of the worst teams when it comes to giveaways. The best team that doesn't give up the ball a lot 
is the Philadelphia Eagles. The team, the Bills are fifth from the bottom. So basically, the fifth worst team in giveaways around twenty. They've given the ball away one too many times. That is that concerns me going into the playoffs. Why the Bills are not now? Where's the Eagles? One of the four teams. Remember, Eagles, Cowboys. Kansas City, 49ers, okay? Where are the Eagles? Well, defensively, the Eagles only give up 19 points a game, which is fine. You know, 20 points? Yeah, you're going to win when your team gives scores in bunches. The quarterback does not give the ball away. If you look at the giveaways, total giveaways, 10. That's it. They do not give it away. Total takeaways, on the other hand, how many do they take away? I'm glad you asked. Oh, they're only first with... 24. So their defense comes to play. They come to take the ball from you, and their offense does a great job in controlling the pace. I know watching that Giants game, you can't tell because they just blew past the Giants. But where Jalen Hurt differs in Lamar Jackson, where he differs in um, um, Josh Allen, he has a very cool similarity in Patrick Mahomes. Now, pump your brakes. He ain't Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes is the man. But Jalen Hurts does not look for the big hit. What I mean is when he goes for a run, he gets down. He gets his yards, boom. Kind of Russell Wilson, like when Russell Wilson was a coherent quarterback. Now, you know, we just don't know. But <laughs> you look at an Eagles team, they may be the most complete team, but I'm still not bought in. So who's next? Well, you have, how about them Cowboys? And the Cowboys, if you will, are the second best team in giveaways when it comes to, uh, right after the Eagles. They've only given the ball away. Fifth, no, they're not the second best thing on it. They're the second best in takeaways, but the Cowboys actually just giving the ball away. They're in the top 10. They give it about 15. They've had about 15 uh, giveaways. Takeaways, the Cowboys are 23rd. They take the Cowboys defense. That front line is scary. Now, the Cowboys give up only 17 points a game. You have to go face the Cowboys. A team that does not allow you to pass on them at all. They're second in passing yards allowed. When it comes to rushing yards, well, that's where they kind of take the hit a little bit. Because if you have a pretty decent run game, you may make something happen because they blitz the quarterback so well. But a lot of teams don't rush. Now, if the Cowboys play the 49ers, that's a good thing for the 49ers because they got a great running back in Christian McCaffrey who's found (laughs) rejuvenation. But... If Dak Prescott, who worries me, worries me, Dak Prescott, if he can control the game, he doesn't give the ball away, and they can get some effort. The thing is, Ezekiel does not have to be the main running back anymore because now they have it. And it was lab. He They have a dual threat. So it comes down to Dak not giving the ball away. He's been kind of interception prone in the last few days, and we know December tends to be dark times for the Cowboys. They're not going to win that division. So they're gonna have to play. They get one home game, and they probably have to play on the road. But if you're the cow, if you're a Cowboys fan, I don't think you should be looking for them to play in the Super Bowl this year. They won't be on Fox. Sorry to tell you that because I don't have faith in Dak Prescott. Now the team that I have total faith in, contrary to all my points I was just making, a team that has allowed quite a bit points this year, uh, twenty two. To be exact, it's not. It's the most out of the teams I've picked on this list, 
And then in one of my other points when it comes to turnovers, a team that um, has quite a bit turnovers giving them away and but and doesn't take it away at all they're not causing turnovers but still but still you never bet against Patrick Mahomes and I feel like this is one of those years where they kind of sleeping on this team they're kind of you know not paying them much attention with taking them for granted and this is the year Patrick Mahomes could hold get another Super Bowl easily the rest of their schedule is Houston, which is a homecoming game. Seattle uh, at home that, you know, I think they could, it's going to probably be tougher because Seattle's competitive, but I don't see them winning. Denver, another homecoming game. And, oh, the, the team that plays in Las Vegas that is. So they have four homecoming, uh, three homecoming games to finish out the year. Why couldn't, you know, they could put themselves in better position. Going into the play right now, if the playoffs started today, today, uh, playoffs. If the playoffs started today, the Chiefs would be the number two team. The Bills wouldn't be number one. I can see the Bills losing the remainder of some of their games. I gotta wrap this segment up. I can see the Bills. The Bills have Miami division game tough. Uh, the Bears that's a homecoming game. Cincinnati is not a wash. And then they place new. They played New England, who's probably going to be playing for a playoff spot. You you have to if you're if you're the Chiefs, just don't lose, and you're going to have a first round bye, and then it's smooth sailing from there. That's why the Chiefs, in my opinion, if you give me the Chiefs and the Eagles in the Super Bowl, I know what I said about that defense, but trust me. Trust me, that's going to be an exciting game where Patrick Mahomes hosts the trophy. I like Patrick Mahomes. He's a good quarterback. Anyway, welcome everybody to Downright Sports. Uh, again, if you missed that, I think the Chiefs are going to win the Super Bowl. Uh, book it. So, welcome everybody to an all-new Downright Sports. I'm your host, Brent Reed. Uh, you can listen to Downright Sports weekdays, 12 to 1 on WDJCDB, DJ Chase Radio. New episodes drop every Wednesday at 12. You can listen on Thursdays at 8 p.m. Dynasty Radio NY. You can listen at 6 p.m. on Trap Radar Radio, and you can listen at 10 a.m. at She Real Radio on Sundays. Uh, when we return, we're going to talk about Deion Sanders or Coach Prime. Spoiler, he owes no one. Just saying. And we'll be back with more Downright Sports. Facebook, I'm getting up to pause you, so come back. All right, just so you're going to see me stand up. It's going to look weird, I promise. What else we got? Oh, a little bit of the bubbly. Want some bubbly? So every day risk this Low from the cop eyes Feeling like Popeyes Cause I'm in the coop with a chicken and a biscuit My get the same thing every year Different Mew Mew pair Match the colors with their hair and No, it costs kitty if I wear Red monkey on my 1100 for the pair Might show them how to ball this year 
Oh yeah, the dogs, the fresh London fog this year. Put the box up, pull out the fox long hair. Fresh to death, might open a morgue this year. That's how I'm feeling holiday season. That's the holiday greetings. Buy ranches for the holiday heathens. It might be doing holiday squeezing. Shit, egg. Take two. We are back, everybody. Uh, segment two for the show. If you're keeping score, uh, yeah. I don't know what that sounds are. <laughs> it just got loud. <laughs> I don't know what that is. Probably my dad. God, my dad is always watching something. I'm gonna get him to do the show in the new year. Yeah, I'm gonna have him. Do the show, come to the NFL playoffs. We're going to talk sports betting. That's all we've done since I've uh, returned back to Pennsylvania. 
He gives me. He's like, "Who's going? Who thinks is going to win?" I'm like, "I don't know that." He's like, "Yeah, nah, you know." I'm like, I won one bet, and he's gotten close. He's always off by like one team. Always off by one team. All right. So last week, a lot of news in the sports world. Um, one of the biggest to come out too, but the biggest one: Brittany Griner came home. Um, there was a trade. Uh, it's good. You know, nobody deserves to be in 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 prison. Um, she was in Russian prison of all places. Her situation was truly unfortunate, and I made a statement. I think either on the um, on my Facebook page or on Twitter, but her getting arrested in Russia now should really be the moment where the WNBA head powers to be, the NBA powers to be, put their heads together and come up with a true solution to get the players paid. And I know you're just thinking, Brent, what the heck does money have to do with it? It has everything to do with it. Brittany Griner and others have to play overseas to meet, to make money. Like they, So I think what some of you don't get is that the money that they see, so say they say they're making eighty grand, right? And I know you're like, well, I don't make eighty grand in a, in a year. True, but that eighty grand they get is kind of a lump sum, and they're not spreading that now. Not to mention that it's taxed on top of that. So straight tax, forty percent out the box. Boom, they got to pay agents. Boom, they got you know. So imagine if somebody handed you about sixty thousand dollars. That's one year's salary. Let me be clear. That's one year's salary. So if their contract is worth uh, eighty grand, um, based on like their cost, like you know, you got to think their brothers in the NBA, eighty grand is for someone to make a minute. <laughs> so there, there's a there's a there's a way to find money for WNBA players to really make. Enough where they don't have to go play overseas. You know what I'm saying? And um, I know I'm asking to find extra money. But, I mean, let's be real. Like, if you were a professional athlete and you let's put let's put let's put you in perspective. All right. You're a professional athlete that's on television every day. Not in the cornhole tournament on TV like you've. You, 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 I mean, I know you don't get the same ratings, but if you heard that the person who plays the same game as you, that's on the same network, was making like eight times the amount you were, you'd be kind of like, hey, can I get a little something? Now, a lot of what the NBA's rev, uh, play, uh, salaries is based on their revenue. We know the WNBA doesn't get the same kind of revenue, but. A lot of the WNBA teams are owned by NBA teams. If in the NFL, football players can get paid upwards to half a million dollars in offensive linemen or more than that, if you if you take into account the NBA roster and a WNBA roster, it still wouldn't equal the NFL roster is, or even that matter. It kind of is the same as a baseball roster. So don't tell me there's not a way where you can pay WNBA players a lot more. Not a little more, a lot more to make it where it's more competitive. And maybe, just maybe, if they were making more money, 
you probably get a better product because the players wouldn't be worn out from playing, I don't know, 40 games overseas and then 40 games here. Because a lot of them, as soon as the season ends, their season ends around September, October, as soon as this WNBA season ends, they get on a plane and they go play in Germany, they go play in Russia, they go play in Brazil, anywhere that's willing to pay. I mean, it's about time. It's been around for over 20-something years. You got to find the money. You're just making excuses at this point, so... With that being said, I'm never I'm I'm never counting how much money people make. I'm counting how much they could make. That's what I'm in the, in the habit of. So I've I've been a big advocate for WNBA. I know I watch when I can, and now that I'm back north, I, I'm gonna go to games this year, like guaranteed, because I can afford those tickets. <laughs> so Deion Sanders uh, left uh, Jackson State. And is now the new head coach of Colorado, which is huge. It's a Pac-12 school. It's a big uh, Power 5 school. And it's huge. In the, and I'm going to tell you why this plays so many significant. So I've been listening to all these fools. And that's what you are. You're a fool if you're, if you're, if you're upset that Dion left Jackson State. Dion owed nothing to Jackson State. Dion says owes nothing to me. He owes nothing to you. He owes nothing to HBCUs. Let's be very clear. Dion Sanders didn't go to an HBCU. He went to Florida State. All right. He could have went to an HBCU when he was a player. No, he went where it was going to put him in the best position to succeed. So he went to Florida State. All right. When Dion Sanders played in the NFL and Major League Baseball, he played for two. Of the biggest franchises in both leagues. He played for the Yankees. He played for the Braves. In football, he played for the 49ers. He played for the Cowboys. And later, the Washington football team. I thought I heard my voice. I was like, wait, what? I was like, am I hearing my voice? I thought I heard my voice. Any case, so. You 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 sit back and like Dion he he failed the coach. Not he did it. It's not Dion Sanders' job to 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 uplift. If anything, if you pull back your soapbox glasses, if you get off your soapbox for a second, here's what Dion Sanders actually did. He went to a HBCU who gave him an opportunity to coach. He shined a light on the problems HBCUs and their programs and their athletes face. Okay. While there, did any of the other schools try to improve or change? I don't know, but I didn't see it. Did they go out and get somebody as flashy? Did they go out and try to win? Did they go out and try to achieve the success that one Deion Sanders was able to accomplish? Well, I don't know. What they did do when the opportunity came, what they did do when the situation arose, what they did do is... A coach from another school decided to attack Dion. You ain't swag, okay? Whatever the heck that means. So now you're attacking a man because he wants to do better. He wanted to bring better. And here comes the better. Name me the last head coach from an HBCU. Or I'm waiting. That was hired by a Power 5 school. I'm waiting on you. You tell me when, okay? Tell me when the last time a coach from an HBCU was hired by any of the top schools that is not historical black college schools. I'm waiting. I don't know. The point is, Dion getting hired helps HBCUs because now it shows if he has any level of success, it will open more doors. But 
what now has to happen is don't you look at Dion to carry the legacy of HBCUs. How about HBCUs try to carry their own legacy? I went to a HBCU. Shocker. I could tell you it did absolutely nothing to help itself except take from itself. Okay? When, now, I'm not saying this is true for all, but come on. All right? <laughs> For your school to build up, for your school to have success, it comes from the alum. It's I don't want to hear, like, here's the thing. A top recruit that wants to be an NFL wide receiver doesn't really care too much how great the engineering program is of a certain school. They don't. They want to know how much exposure are you going to give me? How much, expo- how, how, what's the likelihood if I come to your school, I'm a ball out, I'm going to get drafted. That's what they're looking for. Let's let's call it like I see it. All right. College football for the top college athlete is dress rehearsal for the NFL. Now, yes, if they can go and they can fall back on their laurels and maybe become a good like, college student out of three years and get something out of it, hopefully. But kid that goes to Bama, he wants to go to the NFL. Kid that goes to USC, he wants to go to the NFL. Kid that goes to the Ohio State, they want to go to the NFL. Facts. Kid, let's just bring it to basketball. The one and done system. There's a reason why ain't too many one and done HBCU guys. Because the top players want to go to the NBA. So if you're an HBCU, let me help you out. And I've done it before. Let me do it again. First of all, you need the exposure. Real exposure. Not this rinky dink exposure you've been trying to do. You got to put yourself out there. You got to market yourself. You got to put, you got to flood your school with true celebrities. Tyler Perry, um, Stephen A. Smith, um, Michael B. Jordan, whomever. You got to put celebrities. Here's another factor. Come outside your bubble. You, you can be at HBCU, but you're going to have to start including some white kids. Just call it like I see it. If you want, because in order for you to have that ex- true exposure, you're going to have to include all walks of life. They, you already do it in baseball. Some of the best, the biggest HB, some of the biz, biggest HBCU baseball programs, some of the, the, the half the team, if not all the team, isn't even black. Did I blow your mind? Did I blow your mind? You can't keep living in a world of closure. And ask everybody else to accept you. Because that's what you're doing. You say, hey, accept us. But we're going to stay to ourselves. It's kind of half backwards. You got to open it up. You got to get people to come in and see what's up. You got to embrace it. It can't just be, just be come to this HBCU. It's the best party school out there. All right, cool. If I'm a top football player, basketball player, whatever, anywhere I go is going to be the best party school. I'm the top athlete in the world. Like the heck you talking about come here we got the best engineering program okay i am not coming for that if a student a student athlete a top 100 player in the country and in baseball basketball football their major is that sport just telling you like it is their major is that sport and their minor is whatever other crap you got there the top quarterback that wants to go to Bama, his major is quarterback. NF uh, football player quarterback. His minor is engineering or science, whatever. Throw out a major. That's his minor. 
that's fair. That I mean, like when a kid goes to MIT, we know what he's going for to create a rocket ship or the next computer or the next iPhone. He's not going there to play uh, basketball. Like if he plays basketball, yeah, I'm happy. But realistically, that's not what he's going for. So H, you can Deion Sanders owes none of us. He doesn't owe me. If anything, we all should be grateful he went to Jackson State. Put Jackson State on the map. Gave Jackson State an opportunity to stand tall and blah, 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 blah. Now, Jackson State, here's your opportunity. Maybe there's a head coach for the – I mean, there's an assistant coach for the Kansas City Chiefs that's been waiting for a job. Maybe you give him a call. Call him down, and he can bring in his football um, NFL brother in, and he can build on top of that. I'm just saying, you got You got to open it up. You got to try. If you don't try, then you're going to fall back in obscurity, and it's not Dion's fault. Because if Dion goes to Colorado, Dion had a record at Jackson State of 27 and five. He only had five losses in three years. That's strong. Say he goes to Colorado and gives Colorado five years. First year he has a bad year, but years two, three, and four, he's in bowl games, real bowl. And then in by year five. He's got Colorado ranked 15th, 20. Like, he's flirting. He's flirting with the top 10 rankings. He never gets there because it's still Colorado. But he's flirting. And he's got them. He's got conversations going. That's a success. And now, if you're the next HBCU school, and I'll wrap this up in a second, but if you're the next HBCU, let's see, let's see, let's see. HBCU football. Let me find some teams. Let me find some teams. Let me find some teams. Howard joins. We don't care about that. <laughs> and to get, to get a list of HBCU football. All right, cool. This will help me. If you are Florida A&M, Grambling State, North Carolina uh, A&T, um, let's just throw them out there because they're, 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 I don't feel like going through. But if you're or Howard University, Howard has the money. I know because they ask my uncle for it every year. But if you're Howard, Grambling, North Carolina A and T, you're any of those schools, right? What's stopping you right now? From learning from what Dion did and building on that. What's stopping you right now from finding a coach, a top name coach, anybody, any, Ray Lewis, Michael Vick, um, Booger McFarlane, whomever. What is stopping you from giving them a shot, shining a light on your school? And it doesn't have to be in football. It could be in basketball. You know what I'm saying? You had... Jawan Howard was available. You had Jerry Stackhouse was available. You had a list of basketball players that you could call on the phone, build your program under, and put yourself out there. But now's your time. Because if Dion has that success, they're going to start looking. And if you don't have a next person ready on the bench, well, then that's not Dion's fault. Because here's the thing, and I'm going to wrap it up. To you all blaming Dion, was Dion supposed to coach every team? That's the HBU. Was he supposed to go from Jackson State to Florida A&M? Was he supposed to go from Jackson State to Acorn? Was he supposed to go to Jackson State to South Carolina State? Was he supposed to go to all those teams and just make them great? No. 
that's like that would be like saying, "Well, Coach K leaving Bass, uh, retiring was the worst thing." No, shut up. <laughs> it just makes no sense. You know what I'm saying? Like the the it's it's okay to be pro black, but at the same time, it's not okay just to say all kind of crazy stuff. Take responsibility. All right. When we return, if you're on Facebook, stay because we're going to do the news. If you're listening on Dynasty and DJ Chase Radio, stick around. If you're listening on Trap, She Real, and on the podcast, enjoy the music because the news is coming up. Forward, and I will feed you to my children. I'm kidding. We are vegetarians. <laughs> You know, God only knows how the Christmas is going to look. So one more time, I'll say, let's make this Christmas. Oh, no, no. Come on, no, 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 no. One more time, I want you to sing one more time. Let's make our next year 
be as nice as this year. Now, Christmas got to be the kind of a Christmas that we remember a long time ago. You remember when everybody used to look forward to Santa Claus? You didn't want to know what you're going to have the next day. You couldn't wait until Christmas morning and jump up. But that's the morning that you wouldn't go to your table. You'd go straight to your little sack, hanging on the mantle, over the fireplace. Let's Christmas, the kind of a Christmas that we remember. You know, you made Christmas very, very beautiful for me in my past years, but let's make this Christmas good for everybody. The kind of a Christmas that mom, dad, granddad, let's make Christmas. Yeah, man, you're now locked into Downright Sports, the podcast. This is DJ Chase, Worldwide Sounds Records. Shout out to Brent Reed. I want y'all to tune in, like, comment, and subscribe. Subscribe on all podcast platforms. You know what it is. Cheer! Oh, no. Little James Brown Christmas. <laughs> so when I do the news segments, I try to find a song that can get me through all the news. The longer, the better. So a song that's probably like five minutes. This song was six minutes and it was a little too long because I could have been done with the news a long time ago. I kind of stretched it out um, to just get through the segment. But in any case, um, so the World Cup happened in a very fluky time of year. I would have loved to pay attention this year, but because it's happening around 
basketball and, you know, <clears throat> college football and the NFL. And it's the holidays. Like, I just gave up. Not to mention, America got eliminated early. Like, America made it to the second round. It was like, done. So, uh, every year the World Cup, when it comes around, you know, America has all its hopes. And this could this be the year? And it, I don't think it's ever going to be the year. And the reason why, in my opinion, the reason why is... America's just not ready for soccer or football, if you will. And the reason why it's not ready is because the greatest athletes in America, not in the world, the great, because if you look at soccer in a whole, or if you look at soccer in a whole, in the other countries, their best athlete is playing soccer, unless they're a track and field star. But like, if Leo Messi or Cristiano Ronaldo grew up in America, they'd probably be football, like NFL players or baseball players or, you know, something like that. Like, they're not real, like, it's just not how it works here because for, I know American soccer has a, you know, it's like, it's building, but it's been building since I was like, I remember there was popularity behind it when I was like nine, you know what I'm saying? Go to, hear me out, go to your local high school, any of you, go to your local high school and look at the, if they have a soccer team, number one, look at the field and go compare it to the football field. Heck, go compare it to the basketball field. Heck, go compare it to the softball field. It's not the same. Like they don't even design the youth soccer fields with the expectation of anybody coming. (laughs) <laughs> like they make the parents stand at a soccer match. Like, oh, let's just stand. Even at Little League Soccer, everybody's got to stand. Like, <laughs> it's the craziest thing because it's not desi- like the 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 effort behind it is just not there. If you think about it, though, soccer is probably the cheapest sport that an American kid should be able to play. All you need is a ball, some cleats, and a net. Yeah, that's it. Uh, open field. Basketball, you need the best sneakers. You know what I'm saying? You gotta need the kid needs his armband. You know, you know he's gotta get a ball. Football, he needs the equipment. Baseball, he needs the equipment. Soccer, ball, shoes, field, done. But yet we just don't get the kind of it doesn't get the it doesn't get the the focus on it because you you got some LeBron LeBron James is the top known athlete in America. Athlete, Tom Brady is. A quarterback is not an athlete, but LeBron is the top. Realistically, in America, who is the caliber of LeBron? And if he is, he's probably went overseas, so Americans don't get to see him. So the thing is, ESPN has tried, Fox has tried, everyone has tried to put, you know, American soccer on display. Now, people who go to the games, they like it, you know, whatever. But you're not catching the great, like, the, 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 schools have to catch kids early. Like, you got a kid that's fast, you know, they put them in football. Go figure. You know what I'm saying? So, for the change to happen, there needs to be more, like, the American soccer programs have to start at a much younger level. And... Just saying, they may want to start looking more in the inner cities versus the suburban, the sub- suburbs. Like you rethink how, like think how a a college football team would think. A college football program. I was gonna be real. 
they go to the they go to the hood. They go to the ghetto. They go looking for kids. They go looking for the, the athletes. Just telling you like it is. They go to the country. Go get you know what I'm saying that you can't get no country. You know you, most of the time they want the big boys. But when you you want somebody fast, man, you can't get some brothers. I, I'm not going to sugarcoat it. So you gotta you gotta change it. Soccer players make money. You know what I mean? Like, and it's probably safer than playing football. But you won't go there. The soccer program, the top, the top, they won't go. They just won't. You see, baseball's been trying to get back there ever since they left. Oh, hey, hey, we put enough fields everywhere. You kind of missed that boat. But they, you see, baseball is trying to get young black kids back into it because the game is a little more exciting when you add some, you know, little speed. Sorry. If I offend you, you know it. Listen, half the people that watch this show know have coached sports. Half the people that listen to the show have played the sport. You know what I'm saying. I'm not saying anything out of pocket. I'm just saying if soccer, if American soccer wants to take it to that next level, you got to go to the inner cities. You got to get in there. You got to go get some players, man. Because right now, trying to get it done with orange slices and, 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 and food cups ain't making it happen. You need some boys that had to run for a couple hours. I'm just saying. You need, <laughs> it sounds mean, but you got to go get, like, you have to go find those football players. You got to find those guys that play that's outside playing or no organized sports, building up all the muscles and playing every sport. And if they put, think about it like this. HBCUs, maybe you should try this. Put a soccer team together, and and you'll see the difference. I mean, I don't know. I ain't, I'm not trying to I'm not trying to make people feel uncomfortable, but go look up the Chris Rock joke about LeBron playing hockey. I'm gonna leave it at that. I'm gonna wrap this show up because I know I'm gonna anger somebody, but nobody watches or listens enough for me to anger them. <laughs> it's, I'm just saying, if, soccer, if American soccer wants to get better, they got to think differently. Like, the women kick butt. Just destroy. You know what I'm saying? The men suck. So, and that, man, remember we talking about that WMEA thing in the pay scale? Yeah, speaking of that, let me comment on it. Whatever the men make, they, their salary needs to be reduced. Because you can't use the comment, it's based on their play, it's based on their viewership. More people watch women play soccer than the men. That's just facts. So, I think until the men actually show that they can compete realistically, their salary should be swapped. And if they got a problem with it, well, then go win. Because right now, they're getting paid just to show up. That's true. Alright, <laughs> thank you everybody for listening. So, I got two minutes. Next week, December 22nd, uh, the first ever Downright Sports Christmas Carol is going to be fantastic. It's going to star Aaron Judge, fake Aaron Judge, LeBron James, fake Aaron, LeBron James, uh, Wayne Gretzky, fake Wayne Gretzky, um, and a very special former Senate candidate. Spoiler. It's going to star Robinson Cano, fake Robinson Cano. It's going to have voices by Uncle Buddha, myself, and hopefully one other person if I get them to agree. So, uh, tune in next week to an all new, to a first ever Downright Sport Christmas Carol, which will actually be exclusively on DJ Chase Radio for the first week. And then, um, I don't think I'm doing a show after. I, mean, I don't know if I'm doing a New Year's show. It depends on what I plan to do. So, Pay attention to Downray Sports on these platforms. Are you ready? Um, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok. Uh, uh, go there. Get all the latest updates for the newest Downray Sports. 
You can listen to new episodes weekdays from 12 to 1. WDJC, DB, DJ Chase Radio. New episodes drop every Wednesday. Listen to Downray Sports on Dynasty Radio, 8 o'clock p.m. on Thursdays. Trap Radar Radio, 6 p.m. on Saturdays. And 10 a.m. at She Real Radio. You can download new episodes on Apple, Spotify, Google, and all major podcast platforms. I appreciate you guys listening. We'll see. Uh, hopefully, you tune in next week. Big surprises. As always, be safe. Uh, Merry, safe Christmas. Uh, happy holidays. Happy Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, whatever you celebrate. Uh, enjoy. And as always, deuces. As a rebounder, only you're person, not giving him enough credit. And the for only that. person who over who underrates LeBron James in the other categories is you because you don't like the way he shows an inability to close. And because of that, that defines everything about his game to you. Okay. Everything. Okay, so I'm saying Kevin Durant is the whole package. He's LeBron plus Dwayne Wade as a closer, all rolled in one.
sleigh bells ring Reminds me how we'd laugh and sing And dream about the gifts beneath the tree The memories, they seem so clear Reminds me what I hold so dear in my heart Year after year So trim the tree by candlelight A guiding star shines so bright Leads you back home to me each year No train or plane is fast enough To carry you back home to me, my love It just ain't Christmas time until you're here So deck the halls and sing along Tis the season for holiday songs And dreams of peace, goodwill to all But the songs don't sound the same to me Without your loving harmony I just can't wait to have you here with me So trim the tree by candlelight A guiding star shines so bright Leads you back home to me each year No train or plane is fast enough To carry you back home to me, my love It just ain't Christmas time until you're Until you're here It just ain't Christmas time Until you're here